Hello and welcome to a real special episode. I have my friend Maria Humphreys from Strong Body, Strong Soul, and it's a long time coming. Welcome, Maria. Hello. Hi, everybody. I am so thrilled that Patrick is sharing some space with me right now. I just love it. I love it, Patrick. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for this conversation. Me too. Wow. <laughs> I know it's been, like I said, it's been a long time coming because you and I both stumbled across Anchor back in 2017 in October. And so we're both yes. October babies in that sense. Like, yes. And um, we both have had just fun experiences podcasting. We've met so many people across the globe from podcasting that just here we are, East Coast, West Coast right now. Yes, absolutely. And I love it sometimes, Patrick, when you call into my show and you're like, I didn't know it rained in California <laughs> <laughs> when I'm talking about it raining or something yeah. or, or going to the beach. And, you know, today, for instance, it's super foggy here. Oh, okay. It is just socked in with fog. And sometimes when I go to the beach, it's cold. It's not always sunny here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no. sure everybody realizes that, but it's so interesting to hear someone comment on it. it That's is. why it's so fun to hear you do the weather report, by the way. Yeah, I do that for like, just to archive for future generations, because in my little mind, I'm like, somebody might stumble across we live on a planet in 25 or 30 years, and mm -hmm. to a historian or to a weather person, that might be interesting. That could be used where they're like, we don't care about anything else in the show, but it's kind of neat to hear what was going on. Not that you can't find out nowadays. You can type in what the weather was back the day you were born because yeah, <laughs> with, yes, the, inter with yes. the internet now, which is interesting, the power that we have, you know, that we have this ability to share our voice with something that you and I grew up not having you know, the, the way that our phones are now. Obviously, we had phones growing up, but the way the phone is now, Absolutely. it's so different, so different. Absolutely. Even the whole idea of recording yeah. has evolved so much. And just like you're saying, and I love your show because the way you do the weather, the way you do your um, quotes and look up what's happened day in the history, what yeah. happened today, all that kind of stuff. Thank you. Anybody can look up that stuff. Right. But you don't have the feel of what people were thinking and experiencing at the time. So for me to say, I'm looking out my window right now, and it's so foggy. And for me, you know my show is about a, such a range of topics. But at the very core is spirituality and energy. Mm -hmm. And just knowing that that sun is up there, past that fog that fog right there, that weather affects me by really solidifying my faith that the sun is there. Yeah. It just reminds me, you know, to believe in things that you cannot see. That's a good, And I love that. Yeah, that's a nice that's a nice way to think of the fog or the way, you know, cuz sometimes people on a rainy day they think it's terrible, but sometimes rainy days yeah. are sometimes people's favorite days to some. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. When I did spend time in your beautiful state um, almost five years or over five years ago, because that's where I went to rehab for, mm -hmm. al for um, alcohol abuse. And I was mm -hmm. in Southern California in Dana Point. Our first, I was in San Clemente, and then I was in Dana Point in the Lantern District, and it was just gorgeous. And mm -hmm. there was one, one day that it did rain there, and... Uh, it was nice though, but every day it, we were so close to the Pacific Coast Highway and to a beach called Doheny Beach that I could yes. walk, yeah I could walk to it and um, yes. the weather was just every day like if I could just plant myself right where I was I would transport myself right there but just take all the other guys out of the house that I was doing rehab with <laughs> and yeah, just, and yeah. just have that beautiful that. and have that beautiful house. Uh, love that. It was love that. beautiful there. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting because when you say that, I think um, I think podcasting and audio itself helps us transport to 
places that we've never been. Mm -hmm. Just like a book, you know, where we're living vicariously through a character in a book or something. You can go places through podcasting. But I've also been finding this really amazing link with meditation. Because when I do guided visualization meditation, I can take people with me to Alaska. Yeah. To where it's still and quiet and you're by yourself and it's freezing cold, but you're warm with your clothes on, with your boots, your gloves, your hat, and you can hear the crunch of the snow under yeah. your boots. Yeah, yeah. I you know. know, it's yeah. just, it's a me. It's just such a beautiful thing to close your eyes and go somewhere else. I agree. I found it. Podcasting can do that, and I also found it to be yeah. very therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I get so much out of talking to my audience, and I get caught up to where. I feel like I'm just talking like I am right now just to you. And I, when I'm yes. talking to my audience, I'm just talking to one person. And right. it's a really good therapeutic way for me to just kind of go. And But also there's that vulnerability. You know, I, I'm very mm-hmm. vulnerable. I let myself out there and I say a lot of things that a lot of people, especially in the uh Facebook world or the social media world that we live in with influencers and everybody wants to paint a pretty picture that their life is just so perfect and everything is great Mm -hmm. and just that little snippet that we see and so to come out and push that red scary button when you're vulnerable and talk is is it's hard to do sometimes but afterwards I'm I get the feedback that I, you know, that people are like, thank you for being honest. You know, that's one of the things Absolutely. I like about your show is where you're honest and vulnerable. Yes. And you know what? The thing is, I think it's so important because especially as a podcaster, audio really lets people know who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to embrace all of your different levels the different facets of life. You know, I was talking to Barbara Faison a while ago, right before the new year, actually. And we were saying that, you know, it's okay to be sad sometimes yeah, and show your vulnerability, of course. But flip side of that is a lot of people hold back when they're happy. Yeah. There's survivor's guilt. Right. There is so much tragedy in the world right now. People are dying. But if a baby is born, of course we're happy. Good things are happening too. And we all express that in different ways. You know, (laughs) I love laughing and I love comedy. I love rock and roll. Me too. I love it all. I love cemeteries. Me too. I can feel my my dad is no longer here. I can feel him here. And it's just, that's what I do with my podcast. That's who I am. Yeah. And I love cemeteries too. That's funny you say that. I, you know, I've talked yeah. about that on my show before. And I I like it because there's a quote from the movie Pat Cemetery, And he, the the kid is saying Stephen something. King. Yeah. And he's <laughs> uh-huh. like, it's, it's a place where the dead speak. And it was supposed to be spooky, but I don't think of it as spooky. I think of it as a good way because it is a place where the dead speak because you can go up, look at their tombstone, read their name, read their date, read their, do the math, see how old they were, and then be like, hmm, I wonder about their life. And then if if the date is so old on the tombstone, you know that there's nobody left alive that might have known them. And so it's like... You're always alive as long as somebody who knew you is still alive. And then yeah. once everybody who finally ever knew you is gone, that's maybe, you know, then that's when you're gone in the sense of on the earth, but you're a headstone or something can still tell a little bit. And I yeah. think as a young child, my mom raising two young boys on her own, a single mother working different jobs, um, she would go visit my great-grandmother, and there was a graveyard right next door to her, and it was an old graveyard. And my mom would 
bring us in there and let us play around. And it was a nice way for, it was a fenced in area and it was probably a nice way for her to get a little bit of a break maybe from us, but it brings back great memories for me now of, you know, it's, it's weird how memories can spark. Like when you just said rock and roll, you were in the, I mean, my audience knows this already that I play mental gymnastics when I talk. And so we bounce topics Uh and we go all over the place and that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It makes life interesting. They they also, they also know that my podcasts are always one and done. So this will be unedited and raw and fun. And so we're just going to jump topic, but I wanted to, we sense you brought up rock and roll. It made me think you used to really be into the promotional business of the rock and yes, didn't you? Yes. That yes, is groovy. Yes, yes. And that I, is and I, so I, groovy. I love it. I love it. And it's so funny because uh, before we had this chat right here, we were, we were talking a little bit about, just a tiny bit about what kind of parameters, what we're going to be talking about. And I'm like, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know if we'll get to sex today, but we've already, like, you've been in rehab, and yeah. now let's go, yeah, let's rock and roll. Now, and we've talked so many times, our musical taste is very similar. Yeah. I mean, I think when we first started podcasting, you were sharing a lot of music on your show, and I, I loved it. It was like a radio show. That's exactly how and I was doing. And you'd go through and talk, you know, and you'd say, "I remember in 1988, I saw this concert," yeah. and you'd play some of the music, talk about the band members. So much fun, and um, we're more limited on the podcast front now. But I don't care. I still talk about rock and roll because yeah. it was a huge part of my life. It still is, um, and it ties into the future, just like we're just saying about cemeteries and being linked to our past yeah let me tell you well first of all just for your listeners yes i was in the in the concert industry for many years it's so cool my office was in the pantages theater in hollywood boulevard um but we ran the greek theater in griffith park we ran the pacific amphitheater in costa mesa is in orange county um and then the company though that that was the main promoter, the owner of the company was called Niederlander and it's a Broadway theater company, Cool. but they branched off into the concert business. So I went all over the place. I mean, I saw the Grateful Dead at Madison Square Garden. Mm. Like I would travel to sometimes, um, Le Mis in San Francisco. Uh, there were various theaters that we owned, but rock and roll, I would work, during the regular day and then I was in charge of the VIP room at the Great Theater in charge of putting people on the list and getting parking passes all that kind of stuff and so of course I got to go in there and I swear to God Patrick I was at a concert like five days a week even if I didn't know who the band was I'm like oh well who are these people I'll go see them you know and I'll go and it was so much fun and I'm telling you what if I get to go backstage, my family and friends get to go with me too. I used to love taking friends with me, of course, but yeah. oftentimes I took my family. Yeah. So I've taken, I remember one time I had my dad back in the VIP hospitality area with me and Sylvester Stallone was at the counter with us and my dad had to stand next to him and be like, Oh, I'm taller than fly. <laughs> like, it was so funny. But, um, yeah, just crazy stuff, great stories, all sorts of stuff. I love lyrics of music. Me too. Um, my grandmother would come to shows with me because she was like a little hot tamale. She would <laughs> we'd mm-hmm. go to Gypsy King shows and stuff and so much fun. But, and speaking of um, of my grandma, actually, my son, my oldest son, he's about to graduate from high school right now. Oh, okay. But he never met my grandmother. I uh, was six weeks pregnant when she passed away. And I remember being with her. She died at home with hospice and uh, stuff like that. She was, uh, she was pretty out of it. But my son was in my belly at the time. And... Years later, in fact, in the last couple of years, I was creating a podcast episode and I was talking about my links 
to my grandmother and the Gypsy Kings. Because one time <laughs> we were there, <laughs> she was a smoker, and this guy next to us, he passed her a joint. <laughs> so weed every day. She didn't even realize what it was. She's like, oh, no, thank you, honey. I have my own. <laughs> it was so funny. But I, I'm preparing the podcast episode, and Riley, my son, hears the Gypsy King, and he goes, hey, that's the song from uh, The Big Lebowski. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And he plays it for me. Like immediately he finds it on YouTube and there's a bowling alley scene where they're playing a Gypsy King song. And so it was so funny because to me, it was like my grandma linked to the Gypsy Kings and then linked to my son. To him, it was about the Big Lebowski, the Gypsy Kings music. It was really funny. And that happens so often. I, I, so often when I hear music, those memories come flooding back yeah. of different situations, you know? Paul Simon, um, Questions for the Angels. He has a beautiful song. The lyrics are gorgeous. They're about being homeless yeah. in the streets of Brooklyn. And <laughs> I was going to say it reminds me of my dad, but that sounds like my dad was homeless, and that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but that time period and that right, kind of music right. is just amazing. One of my favorite singer-songwriters who died way too soon was Jim Croce. Mm-hmm. He died, a, sadly, in a plane crash. And uh, yeah. he just, the feels and his lyrics and his stage presence, his live uh, stage presence, that he was a storyteller besides a singer. And so he would tell little little snippets little stories be, between his songs and uh he would just be sitting up on stage and doing his thing and so if i had uh, an ability to go back and see somebody he's somebody that i would like to be right in the front row and uh yeah mellowing out and checking out jim croce just because i really dig him i grew up yeah. grew up listening uh headphones with pink floyd because yeah. uh, i started i started like smoking and drinking at a young age and everything and in the 80s if you remember that kind of stuff was pushed everywhere it was pushed on tv Mm -hmm. it was pushed in movies it was pushed everywhere and so the cool kids were the ones that supposedly did that and now i'm like regretting it because yeah i'm sober but i that's one of the habits that i'm been struggling with still is cigarettes and Mm. oh man and it's and it's a disgust disgusting habit and when i was in california though i remember smoking and feeling ashamed in california for smoking Mm. because everybody kind of felt more healthy there you know what i mean so they they kind of looked at you like ew you're smoking but um, it's it's worse now i mean i i never became a smoker i did try well, not of cigarettes. I never liked tobacco. It just yeah. gave me a bad, icky taste. And I remember my grandma used to smoke menthol cigarettes. Yeah. And those were really gross. They are. They're I terrible. remember getting, getting high school, I remember smoking cigarettes to get the head rush. Yeah. Right? Just from the tobacco would like give me such a head rush and then I would feel sick. And my dad was a smoker. And so I remember as a kid growing up and he would smell like cigarettes and I hated it. Yeah. He eventually quit, but I just grew up really hating cigarettes. Um, tobacco it's the tobacco that gets me when i was in college i smoked clove cigarettes my wife don't bother me yeah my (laughs) wife used to smoke i love the smell yeah yeah they do smell funky uh yeah i I recently had these um cigarettes that i smoked on the podcast and one of my listeners said to me he's like this is the first time i've ever heard anybody smoke something on a podcast uh and review uh-huh. it and um it was a, a non-tobacco non-nicotine all hemp natural cigarette and they uh-huh. don't they don't even call them cigarettes they just call them smokes and the company sent me a pack to try on the air 
and uh-huh. you, could, you could hear it crackling and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, that's it, fun. It, it worked. It they worked to help with the craving, but it's just something that man has been a bane. It's been a well, yeah. Don't you think in rehab? people start to smoke more because they have an oral fixation yeah well i'm just doing something yeah i remember when i was in rehab that it was like that's the only thing you had here you are trying to kick your addiction and so it's like uh at least let me still have my cigarettes and my other addiction is caffeine because I'm addicted. Well, I was going to gonna say some people get on chocolate too. My, my, yeah, <laughs> gaining weight. I actually went opposite, Maria. When I yeah. when I got sober, I lost a bunch of weight, and right now, um, jumping topics, uh, I've been getting. I'm probably in the best shape I've been in my life. I'm 51 years <laughs> 51 years old, and I'm I'm down to about 168 pounds. My waist is like a 30 waist. 29 or 30 waist and i've been getting i saw pictures you posted on instagram yeah it looks great thank you i've been trying to get in shape for um scuba diving yes oh now you're really hopping topics yeah because that's what we do it's like ping pong we're just ping pong all over the place love it we went from a bad we went from a bad habit a nasty terrible habit to something that's very healthy and the, yes, re- and yes. the reason why I'm looking into it, because I know you're a scuba diver, but for me, I did a lot of research that found that it can help with anxiety and depression. And I suffer yes. with anxiety and depression and have for 25 plus years. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm willing to try anything. Yeah, 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 me too. Um, on the depression front. Also, okay. Before we hop completely into the water sure. on scuba diving, I just want to acknowledge, you know, you just said about the smoking on the air. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting that you say that because sometimes when I'm doing meditation, when I'm doing breathing exercises, because I'll guide people on my podcast. Most of my meditation work is on Insight Timer on the free app. That's where I'm a meditation teacher there. Okay. But on the podcast, I do meditations as well sometimes. And the breathing sounds like I'm smoking sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's right. like, and it's that unjai breathing that they call it in yoga is the same kind of idea as smoking, like the way your lips are pursed and stuff. Oh. It's kind of like smoking. Okay. So some people, you know, podcasting is so funny because like we said at the beginning, you, you need to be full range, I think. You need to laugh. You need to cry. Well, I shouldn't say you, you need. I need to cry and I need to laugh. I need to be full range. And that's why I have my show because I want to show other people that it's possible to dance on the table one night (laughs) out, you know, till two in the morning and go to church the next day and teach the second graders religion. (laughs) It's okay. It's still me. It's still me. The whole, everything is still me. Um, and that's, that's what my show is. That's what it is to me. At the core of it is trying to help people shift their perspective and embrace all of their own ranges. They don't have to be as crazy as I am. But sometimes <laughs> I'm sharing meditation. I mean, I could sound so mellow. Yeah. And I could imagine if somebody wasn't into my show, if somebody didn't know me, they may listen to me and think I'm getting high. Because it's like... It just sounds like I'm smoking, like whatever that could be. And I assure you guys, I am not smoking. Um, (laughs) But um, but on the anxiety front, okay, stress relief, of course, we all know breathing helps calm you down. It helps your system process to slow down. You actually buy yourself time when you slow down because you can make better decisions Mm -hmm. and it flows right into scuba diving because that breathing with the regulator, you can hear yourself breathe too. I liken it to it's, it's like, um, like that unchai breathing. What's the name of the breathing? 
It's what? called unjai breathing in, unjai. in yoga. Okay. Unjai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there's all sorts of breathing techniques that have different names. There's like breath of fire. Oh, okay. You sound like you're panting. Yeah. And you actually are supposed to. You, they tell you to stick your tongue out when you exhale. Right. But really, they say that just to get you to be really. Um, really abrupt with your exhalation. Right, they want right. you to go and really like push it out. Yeah. So it sounds like you're panting. My wife's And you actually yoga. change your consciousness that way too. It's a form of hyperventilating actually. Oh, okay. All right. When, yeah. When I was yeah. in when I was in rehab, I that was one of the weekly things we did beach meditations and we did yoga mm -hmm. as well. And mm -hmm. uh, my wife has been into yoga for years and then is also um doing a lot of Ayurveda practicing and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with Ayurvedics. And so I've heard of some of those terms that you've talked about. And uh, yeah, it, yoga is something that really helped me and I should get back into it more and meditating. I should because it helps me more than I know when I do it. And there is no yeah. right or wrong way. And I think people, which you know best since you, you, you teach it, people always, they have this misconception mis preconceived notion that they have to be in this lotus position saying ohm and exactly being. and it's okay if right. a thought comes in acknowledge that thought and then go back to the breath and it's okay right That's, right right you know, so. yeah no my, my husband will not do yoga no he insists he is not <laughs> supposed to be a pretzel <laughs> he thinks that and he not only does he like doesn't have uh he thinks he needs to do what everybody else in the class is doing yeah. which is so not true no one is looking beside them to say oh they are doing it right i can you appreciate know? what he's saying though because i'm exactly. like that. i can because sure. when i try with my wife who can do yoga very well and when i try it with her or she shows me mm -hmm. what we're supposed to be doing and i can't do it i'm like she's like no 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 that's okay you're trying right. and you're down on the floor and you're doing this don't compare yes to what i yes. can do right right but it can be intimidating yeah. if you let that comparison get you yeah yeah it can it can yeah yeah also he's afraid that the instructor will come and push on him mm. and force him into a position. He has this idea that the person is supposed to be mm, like a massage therapist that might move you around a little bit. You're right. I don't know. He, he feels like they're going to intrude on his space. And I'm like, no, 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 they won't. And they'll ask first right. if they're going to touch you at all. Well, nowadays you can't do that anyway yeah. with the pandemic, yeah. but, um, Either way, he won't do it. He will have none of it. So, But I was going to say for you, especially as you're losing weight and changing, it would be really great for your body to get into yoga yeah. now because that flexibility um, is going to come more easily to you mm -hmm. um, or not. Yeah, I mean, no. that's another thing too, by the way. You know, people see a heavier set person, for instance, and they assume they can't do certain things. Right. Or they see a thin person. My son, he's six four and he's Ooh. tall and thin. He does not play basketball. Right, yeah. Everyone assumes he's a basketball player. Right. And he's not. Right. He was into karate and now he's into robotics and he's just a different kind of kid. But um and anyway, it's, and it's recently interesting. scuba and recently certified scuba, right? I cannot even tell you how excited I am. Yeah. Yes. For Christmas, we got both kids certified yeah. because over the years, Rob and I have been, when we got married, we went to Thailand on our honeymoon and we oh, went nice. scuba diving. We went on a scuba diving trip and um, we, we were certified before that. We both, before we met, we were scuba divers. So it's really fun because that's one thing we had in common. But our dream was always to take the kids scuba diving and they needed to be 10 years old in order to go scuba diving. Oh, okay. And we waited, you know, time just passed by. But this last year with the pandemic especially, we're like, you know what, we can't go on a big vacation. We can't go anywhere right now anyway. And we live in California, 
we might as well spend money on the certification yeah. and go locally here mm-hmm. and have our make our own vacation. Right. And so it was so excited, exciting. We surprised them with um, with a, a class that they took, and they were so good about it. Oh my gosh! Awesome. The they they did everything really great. It was so fun because they are. 16 and 18 years old now and the dive master the instructor was saying you know they were his model students oh nice <laughs> it was fun because there were about 10 people in the class and uh, most of them were like in their mid and late 20s and they were always late for class or the mm. last ones getting their gear together and my kids were like right there they were the like ready <laughs> there's yeah. two there's two people in my class maria me and one other girl and that's a Are you there? Yes. Yeah. There there's, you are. there's only two people in my class, me and another girl. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's so small and um, automatic dive buddy. Yeah, I well, I have a dive buddy right now because my brother-in-law is the one that he's certified, and he's like, I really need somebody in the family to become certified because I need mm-hmm. a dive buddy, and my yeah. son, his son, my nephew is certified, but lives in another state. And so they only can dive when he's in town visiting him. And so I, I, I did it in Hawaii back 26 years ago, but it mm-hmm. was back before, it was a long time ago. I didn't need to be certified. I went down about 40 feet, saw some sharks, which was cool, scuba dived with some turtles, but never, yeah. never got certified. And then this opportunity came up and my open water dive is going to be in the St. Lawrence River above a shipwreck called the, um, oh, what the heck is the name of it? It's escaping me right now, but it's a shipwreck in the St. Lawrence and went down in around 1911 wow. or so. That is so cool. Yeah, Keystorm. The Keystorm is the name of it. It just hit me. And so, wow, so you're going to swim around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because what I'm doing is open water dive, so I'll be certified for 60 feet. And the bow of the ship is up into that region, but the the um, stern, what's that, the bottom of the boat? Mm-hmm. It, that's in at least 100, yeah, 100, right. 100 some odd um, feet of water. So I'll be certified to 60 feet, which it will be well, fun. Oh, definitely. And just for anybody listening, if you're not familiar with scuba diving, the best diving is between 30 and 60 feet anyway. Yeah. You don't have to go deeper no. than that. No, no. Um, and there are all sorts of different levels of certification. I'm certified in nitrox which is a different air mix, right? Yeah. So I can stay down longer Longer. and go deeper than most. Yes. But I don't really do that very often because really and truly the best stuff is is up uh, up higher anyway. My husband is certified in addition um, with wreck diving. Oh, okay. So he could actually go inside of that ship. Nice. Which we couldn't. I wouldn't go in because right. it might tip over on me. I might get freaked out, actually. But, yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't want to go, in, go it. in it if he wanted to. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Right. I don't I'd know what to. he was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's fa- he's fascinated with that kind of stuff, but it's not like he's going to go to the. Um, uh, Titanic and look for ditches <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> Too deep anyways for but, a human body. Yes, how, yes, how yes. Many, how many dives do you have roughly, Maria? Do you know? I don't know. No, I don't know. Wow. My, That's my, like if you ask me how many times have I seen the dead? Yeah. I don't know. Really? <laughs> like, my, yeah. my dive instructor, who is also a football coach for a local high school, he said he had over 5,000, and I was like, holy oh, moly. Oh, no, I don't know that many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we went diving more at the beginning, um, and when we travel, and we go <laughs> – I, I don't know when you're releasing this. I'm going to say the date only because it's so fun yeah, what we're talking about yeah. here. In a couple of days, it's my birthday. Oh, and Ruby, happy so, birthday. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, and I, we're going to go diving on my birthday. Oh, we're going to go diving. The kids are certified, but they did their open water dive um, at uh, Catalina Island, which is off the coast yeah. of of uh, California here. They, went, uh, they did a dive there, and they did, did a beach dive in um in malibu 
They have not done a boat dive before. Oh, nice. And I'm telling you what, oh, my gosh, Patrick, boat dives are the best. Yeah. Because you just get off the back of the boat and you're in already. Yeah. And then they help you, like, with your tanks and stuff when you get out. Yep. It's, it's really awesome. So we're going on a boat dive. with a, We're doing three dives in the Channel Islands um, off the coast of Ventura. And um, so we're, we're doing a three-boat, a three-dive boat on nice. Saturday. So I'm so awesome. excited. Yeah. That yeah, sounds it's exciting. Really fun. That is yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah. And All it's the first time we're diving with the kids. Oh, that will be so fun. They've gotten certified, but we haven't had time to go with them yet. Right, right. I can't wait to get yes. I can't wait for you. That's going to be a great time and a great memory. You know, I think that those type of things memories are you know those type of experiences are something the kids will always remember absolutely that, that'll be so good my my absolutely. dives will where i live since i'm over here on the east coast all my dives are going to be in either the saint lawrence or in lake ontario or a little lake called oneida lake and lake ontario is one of the five great lakes but uh lake ontario is tricky to dive in because the water it's can change very quickly uh, the conditions but we had yeah we had these things though that came through the st lawrence seaway called zebra mussels which are an invasive species and they came on ballast of ships and they took root here in the great lakes and what they've done is they've made the visibility a, uh, a lot more than what it was in when you're diving because here in the lake mm. and everything i'm not going to be seeing anything like what you do you know what I mean? So it's more like just going down with your buddy to go down there and dive. But it's for wildlife. Well, how cold coral, is it? It's going to be cold. It's always um, wetsuit diving, even in the summer. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the water temperature, usually the highest uh, the surf at the surface and everything is 70-something degrees that the lake will get mm -hmm. to. So even in the well, summer, yeah. we'll be um, wetsuit diving. Can we switch gears for a second? Of course. Kind of related. Yeah, it's ping but pong you know, here. It's ping pong here. Let's, let's talk about how sometimes those preconceived ideas, people are snobby sometimes about what they'll do, right? Mm -hmm. I have friends here in California that will not scuba dive in California because it's too cold for them. Oh, boy. They only want to go to the Caribbean okay. where they don't have to wear a wetsuit. Right, right. It's like, come on, people. <laughs> when I was in Hawaii, get I did over yourself. <laughs> no wetsuit in Hawaii, so that was nice. It was just a tank yes. and, a, and just a weight belt, and that was yes. it. Yeah. Now, I will, I will say I do have this thing. It's called a body skin, yeah. and it's just like it's just a really thin black zip-up thing. Mm-hmm. It makes it easier to put the wetsuit on. I've heard of that. That's those. why I got it at first. But it's, I wear it. Okay, Patrick, let me tell you. Have you, you? I'm sure you haven't been on a night dive yet. No, no. Oh, my God. Okay. In the <laughs> Caribbean, in Cancun, there are awesome reefs there, right? Yeah. And they're beautiful. They're thriving. They're just so gorgeous. And one of the reasons they're so awesome is because of the current, right? Right. It moves the life around. It's amazing. But we went on a night dive there. And Patrick, that is when everything is blooming. Yeah. Everything's being born, you guys. That means there are all sorts of little tiny things swimming around. Yeah. And with a flashlight, you can see it all. Oh, man. And it freaked me out. I was itchy the whole time. <sighs> I was so glad for that body skin. It was protecting me. Just, oh, my God. It was like being in a nest of, like, gnat, gnat, flying all around you, you know? With Where life. you're, like, worried they're going to go up your nose. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just teeming with It life. was teeming. Exactly. Exactly. Little it was really monkeys. cool, but it was kind of freaky. Yeah. All I think of is like yeah. little sea monkeys around you. Yes. Yes. You know, tiny, tiny, yes. little everywhere. That is so nice. Well, That's, I, yeah. I, I'll have the opportunity to do that, though, because my brother-in-law likes to travel, 
and he's not afraid to jump into a vehicle and say hey let's go to north carolina because that would be for us nothing to go to the carolinas and go to the outer banks or to oh, any place yeah. there and scuba there and then we're now we're in the atlantic ocean so oh my the, god i'm so excited to watch your journey yeah, yeah. It, me too and it, it, would, it would be fun i'm really looking forward to it I, it's something i've always wanted to do and i'm really hoping like i said it can help me with some stress and anxiety yes yes well okay so let's doing something that you've never done before mm-hmm. is so exhilarating yeah it's just it's so good for your mental health right it's so good for your energy it keeps you younger to just keep doing things that you haven't done before i mean you know in relationships too right i'm sure um you know going on dates Mm -hmm. doing things that you haven't done before right is just so great um for 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 anybody for anybody it's really brilliant and that patrick let's talk about podcasting for a minute sure because i think podcasting is like that for a lot of people who are afraid to use their voices, podcasting can be a wonderful way to do that. Or also, I think especially during this pandemic, I, I think that a lot of people obviously are feeling very disconnected. Yeah. So listening to podcasters, listening to you, Patrick, like I'm sure bring your listener. I mean, you're you're their friends. You're just hanging out with them. And I want to go back to what you said at the very beginning here about how you just talk like you're speaking to the people, Patrick. That is a form of of um, of being an impact. Mm. You are feeling the energy of your audience, right? Even if they're in the future, by the way. Right. I don't want to get too woo woo on you. No, that's fine. But you know, time and space are irrelevant. Yeah, it's all made up, anyways. Time is. Yeah. Made up by a man. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. I remember one time, I was in the studio recording an album. Um, it's a meditation album. And while I was in the studio, though, by myself with the sound engineer, like tracking stuff and whatever, I was just, I started crying during the meditation while we were recording. Mm -hmm. Just, I was so overwhelmed with this feeling of all of the people who were going to hear my voice being connected with them in the future. Right. Right. It was just such an overwhelming experience. That is. It's powerful. I think that to myself that somebody someday is going to stumble. You know, like I'm so thankful for the listeners I have right now, but I'm like someday somebody else is besides one of my listeners, like some it's going to come across the desk of somebody's whatever. And they're going to be like, wait a minute. This guy, right. I need to talk with him. I want to. I want to interview him. I want to have him on in my show. I want, and then boom, we live on a planet blows up. Uh, you know? Yeah, maybe Joe Rogan will find you. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and that I, I go be a guest on Joe Rogan's podcast for a three-hour conversation. I know, and it's weird though because his podcast is video, and I really, I like the I myself love audio. You know, I want to be, I don't want a video rolling. When a video is rolling, I I feel self-conscious. And so it's just my voice and then I can go. And so his podcast is kind of weird because it's a talk show, really. To me, it's like the video is rolling always. That's so funny you say that because just recently I noticed on that Facebook group that we're in, right, Mm -hmm. that um, uh, it's called Podcast promotion community if any of you guys want to join it it has over 3,000 people in it and for some reason about six months ago now probably I became the admin on the group so I'm the only admin I'm in charge of the whole thing so I'm changing the group a little bit and I'm trying to make it a little more um, collaborative because I don't want it to be where people just drop their links and run away without any expectation of connecting but a question I posed in there recently was, are YouTube videos conversations like that? Is that a podcast? Right. 
is people are calling them podcasts. Right. And to me, I always thought a podcast was audio. They're getting intertwined right now. Yeah. They're getting intertwined. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they are. And I know a lot of people are listening to those videos, though, with the video shut off. Like, obviously, while you're driving, you can't watch a video. Right. But it has the same power when it's audio only, and then the video is not distracting. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. There are many, so many ways, you know, to do it. it it's it's all good. There, you know. You're right, though. It, it seems more like a talk show. My, I am comfortable either way. Actually, right. I kind of like being. I don't mind doing video. I kind of like it. But when I go live anywhere, I do it with the expectation that people are going to watch the replay. Right. I right. don't go live expecting people to hop on there and start commenting. I love it when you do. Once in a while, I'll see you on there, yeah. Patrick. But I'm not very good at looking at the comments and responding. It kind of distracts me yeah, from what course. I'm talking about. Right, right. So um, so it's kind of odd. It, it, it's, a, it's a different uh, feeling. Um, so I, I never say I'm going to go live tomorrow at 2 o'clock or something like that. Yeah. If I'm moved... I'll just go live. Yeah. And and a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people get really disappointed and discouraged because they say, well, nobody came to my live. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, I don't want anyone to come secretly. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it's like I do it because it records it into Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Yeah. It just means I'm recording live. You're it brave, just means, which, too. Which I'm always doing that anyway. I'm never scripted anyway. Right, right. So I might as well push the button and go live. You're brave. <laughs> I've seen you go throughout the years that you and I have been friends and throughout the years that I followed you on Instagram and other social media platforms. You, yeah. You can be in a room full of people there can be whatever, and you will all of a sudden go live and do your thing and everything like yeah. that. And I can't do that. I don't know. I'm like, I, uh, I'm like the type of guy. If my phone rings when I'm out, I'll put it on. But I won't answer it. I don't want to all of a sudden be like, "Hello, how are you? Yeah, what's going on?" Because I feel like everybody's right. looking at me as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, yeah. I feel yeah. like that even if I'm not on the. F- phone i feel like people are looking at me right 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 and so uh, kudos to you you. kudos to you for doing that i mean that that you are so brave to do that and that you say i don't care i'm getting on and i'm doing whatever and you know who else does that that i'll give a shout out to that i he's probably not listening but if he is that would be great sherman on he will go live he used yes, to have, he, doing his push-ups. Doing, doing push-ups, doing what? Speaking at an event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd be at a big yeah, conference, yeah. full of conference, yes. a room full of people. Next thing you know, he's pulling out a barbell doing curls. Right, right. And I'm we'll like, walking through the parking lot. Yeah. You know, and he'll just, but the thing is, when I go live, and when Sherman does too, it's because we have something of value yeah. that we think people want to hear. Mm-hmm. Because some people go live, set up their phone in their kitchen so people can watch them drinking beer. (laughs) It's like, like, that's not, everybody has their different idea of what value is. Right. So no judgment, but you won't catch me, you know, setting up the camera and say, you know, watch me making dinner. You know, I'll do cooking videos. I will. But I'll, I'll turn, I'll push that button because I want to say, hey, you guys, this is a great spatula. Look what it can do. Right. You know, I'll do something that might help people. Um, so, I mean, and, you know, I'm sure people look at my videos and say, what the heck? That's not a value either. So, And that's okay. I do it for me. Right. And just like you were saying, you know, the funny thing, and just like we were saying earlier, full range, I will go live with makeup on, ready with a message. I don't set up camp too much usually. I Sometimes I do. But, or sometimes I'll go live with no makeup and I'll be like, you guys, I'm so sad right now yeah. because I just saw a car accident and I want to warn you, you know, don't, you know, look at your phone while you're driving yeah. or whatever. I'll like do it for a reason. Right. And I won't be um, held back by the fear that it's not perfect. 
that's the best part because that's what I I always like in my podcast too. It's perfectly imperfect because I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna make mistakes. I'm gonna screw up, and then usually what I'll do is once I realize or it will come to my I'll say it and realize I made the mistake. I'll try to remember my next episode to correct myself and be like, you know yeah. what? I gave you information the other day and I was a little wrong, or I said this when I meant to say this, but right. um, it takes away a lot of the stress because I want to just, I don't edit myself as I'm like right now, our conversation that we're having is just a conversation. And, and if I was sitting right across from you, in beautiful Southern California, I wouldn't all of a sudden stop and edit myself. Right. I would just keep talking right. to you. Even if all of a sudden I made a mistake, we'd laugh about it. Or if there was a whatever, it'd be like, oh, did I just say that? And it's like, right, 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny because this kind of a conversation is really what podcasting is supposed to be. You know, you and I, we do create our podcast where we are monocast, right? Yeah, yeah. We're having a monologue, but really we're doing it in conversation with the listeners, even though they can't respond. Right, right, right. It's just, it's such an interesting concept. I, I kind of love it. I really do. I'm sure. And, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What I was I just, how do people reach you? Like people call into your show. Yeah, I have I have some listeners that will still call in using the Anchor app. Um, mm -hmm. I do have a website set up that I have only had a couple times people have used that voice, and it's a Google Voice um, mm -hmm. number that I have. And uh, but yeah, I mean it's not the same as what it used to be. But, right. You I know, used to love the back and forth. Yeah, me too. Me too. I wonder when we were talking earlier about scuba diving, how many of our listeners were all of a sudden going, shaking their head going that our scuba divers are going, yeah, I'm, I can totally, you're going to get the benefits from the, uh, breathing because you have, right. that's one of the most important parts is always breathe, never hold your breath while you're scuba diving. Exactly. That's the number one rule. Exactly. <laughs> number right, one. right, right. Don't, and, and don't drown. the same thing with speaking, the same thing with speaking and podcasting. Yeah. You know, you kind of want to take a breath so that you can think mm -hmm. before you speak. Yeah. Like I tend to just, and you also, we just kind of flow yeah. and just go with it. If I have a script, it will freak me out. Me too. And, you know, I, I, it makes me nervous. Yeah. Um, let me, since you mentioned scuba diving again, let me just throw out there too this idea. A lot of people who hear us speaking about scuba diving, you guys, come on, admit it. Some of you are kind of freaked out. <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, I've posted photos um, on Facebook of us scuba diving. And people have commented. They're like, wow, you're so brave. I would never do that. It's not for everybody. Yeah. It's not for everybody. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Um, the same thing with going to cemeteries. Right. Let, let me tell you, oh my gosh, one time I posted this thing and you know how I am. I love Halloween. Right. Okay. So I posted this photo one time of my son when he was about three years old, standing at the Getty Villa is this museum near us, a beautiful white statue of Zeus or something, right? In a garden. And he's looking up at it. And he was just so mesmerized by this statue. It's a really beautiful photo. But I posted it and I said, yes, it's all good until the statue comes alive and chases you. <laughs> <laughs> and this woman, this woman responded, how can you take such a beautiful thing and ruin it like that? <laughs> he was, she was seriously mad yeah and i i'm like i'm sorry i ruined your day <laughs> she was so mortified that i would even suggest such a thing that was, it was so funny that's what we call Karen. oh my gosh yeah oh <laughs> she was so freaked out she was oh a, my she gosh was a, she was a karen no no offense i have a friend <laughs> that i graduated high school with changed her name her name is karen and changed it mm -mm. yeah 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 not legal oh. not legally not legally yeah 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 but just yeah. on facebook just because of how everybody is like all right karen Another... that's a shame i know that's a shame I know. <laughs> i'm sure a lot of dicks 
changed their names over the years. Yeah, too. I'm sure they did too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go by Richard. Thank you. <laughs> it's weird with names like growing up i hated 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 to be called patrick and i just wanted to be called pat and now uh -huh. when somebody calls me pat i almost cringe because i want to be called patrick because do you remember i was a saturday saturday night saturday night live yeah pat, when, yes, yeah it was a woman right yeah, yeah well you didn't know what pat was Right, that right. The Isn't whole, there a Chris too? Well, yeah. I, yeah, you didn't know Pat, you, and right. that was the whole thing. And I remember just all of a sudden it hitting me that my name and my mom's best friend's name was Pat. And yeah, pa Patricia, yeah. A, um, right. a female, but everybody just called her Pat. And yeah, so both funny. of us were Pat, and it started hitting me to once I got a little bit older, I was like, I want to be called Patrick now. I want to be called Patrick yeah. now. And so when I do have some certain friends and certain family members that will still just call me Pat because they remember me as a young guy saying, call me Pat. They're used yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because names can, can, yeah, it'd be funny. Oh, smack. But my son, Riley, yeah. his name is spelled so many different ways. And some girls are named Riley as well. Yeah. And in our neighborhood, there's a dog named Riley too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because you never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but, it's just the uh, name yeah. anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So no matter what you call us, just, you know, <laughs> by the, you know, podcaster. Wow. What does that mean? I know. I you know, know, when somebody says, what do you do? Oh, I'm a podcaster. And like, we were laughing the other day about, you know, did you, do your parents know what a podcast is? Right, right, right. My, Which, by the way, I'm excited to hear your parents on your show. Yeah, thank you. It would be fun. I have, they were two separate interviews. One was, I went to my dad's house and brought my Shure MV51 microphone and recorded on the fly. And then when my mom was in town from Arizona, I did one with her and they are only about 17 minutes long each they could have been a lot longer but what they were was me um i had questions written down for them so we uh -huh. weren't we weren't really it was kind of conversation but it was also <laughs> questions that but it was really interesting because i learned some things about my parents that i didn't know and so i encourage anybody out there that even if you don't want a podcast if you have a phone, um, use use the tools with your phone and go sit with your mom and dad if they're still with you and talk to them and ask them some questions and get it archived and record it. You'll be thankful you did. Yeah, how I, fun is that? Yeah, you'll be thankful. You know, I got um, from each of my daughters, my mother and my father, voice messages saved and archived on my phone um, I took them out of my voice message system and put them into my notes and saved them. So you just never know in my mind. I'm like, I got in that car accident two years ago and I almost didn't make it. You know, yeah. it was bad. It was real bad. It took them an hour to cut me out of this car. And so I'm so thankful for every day now. And I'm like thankful for voice messages or anything. And I'll save them and keep them there Absolutely. because I'm like, I just, yeah, never know. You never know. That's amazing. That's amazing. I got so lucky. Oh my gosh. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Now, so Patrick, you said your your conversations with your mom and dad were like 17 minutes. Yeah. And here we go. We've kept everybody all this time. This... And I so appreciate you guys for listening. Whoever's yeah. out there, I am so thrilled to be on Patrick's show with him. Patrick. Yes. Can I do one thing? Can I share something with you before we conclude? Uh, now, let me just tell you, for Mother's Day this year, yeah. <laughs> my husband got me this book, and I just want to surprise everybody and open it and read something for you guys. Sure. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but okay. I know how you like to read quotes. Yeah. So I'd love to share this. Now, let me tell you what the title of this book is. Okay. It's Guardians of Being, Spiritual teachings from our dogs and cats oh i'm not even kidding you it's by eckhart tolle interesting book. interesting yes and it's it's oprah winfrey on in oprah magazine it says a book to make you wiggle with joy oh, that's okay. what it says okay so here let me see here 
for some of it is, oh, I think it's linked to pictures, actually. This is exciting. We're getting ready. Let me see. Okay. Let's do this one. What is it that so many people find enchanting in animals? Their essence, their being, is not covered up by the mind as it is in most humans. And whenever you feel that essence in another, you also feel it in yourself. Hmm. Their essence. (laughs) (laughs) Their essence. Awesome. We had to get a gong after that because that was so zen. Yeah. I miss my puppy. Wow. Oh, yeah. You had to, you had, yours left you a couple of, a little while ago. Yeah. We had him for 14 wonderful years. And it was actually two years ago. It's been two years now since I've said goodbye to my little boy. And I still have my grandpups, though. My, my two daughters, one daughter has two dogs, and my other daughter, whose birthday is today, are recording right Aww. now. We're actually recording. It is May 13th on this recording and it is her 26th birthday today so but i have wow, my, happy yeah. birthday yeah thanks i'm so happy i can't believe that i have a 26 year old that blows me away wow wow blows me and she's a fantastic girl i'm i'm very fortunate with my children and i'm i'm lucky i i was talking to my therapist the other day because i have a therapist and uh, my audience knows and i think that everybody I, what I'm trying to do is break a lot of the stigma from mental health yeah. and, not, and not be yeah. ashamed to talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's not my fault. Yeah. It's not my fault that I have bipolar. I can't control that. I didn't right. choose it. I, all I can do right. is try to educate myself, educate others about it, and try not mm-hmm. to be judgmental towards other mm-hmm. people. And right. Right. I just, I, I've, I feel fortunate because even though I have all these things that I've gone through, I feel like it's helped me be the father I am because I can, I can listen to my daughters and be through, you know, and be like, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dad's been through mm-hmm. those struggles or I've been through that. And, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I'm, I, I think that there's, like I said, a lot of that stigma, unless I was a star coming out and talking about it. And when a star comes out and talks about it, they're brave they're courageous Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. when a common folk like me comes out and talks about it it's like oh it's all in your mind you just got to walk it off you just got to you you just got to be in a good mood just just, man up just man up yeah be in a good mood yeah 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 um wow amazing well i mean like this little quote about animals is just like their essence their being that's what you resonate with and that's just like just like podcasting it's our it's the voices we can feel each other we can we can sense some part of ourselves in other people yeah and that's what creates the connection that's why you know just like little kids when they go to a playground they don't need to know everybody's name to play with them and have fun right and um, I'm excited kind of about this little book because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some more of them into my show soon. But when we got our dog, you know, my daughter immediately was like, I can see his soul through his eyes. Uh, and, you know, you do. You connect with your pet. You do. They're just such unconditional love. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, yeah. it's, it's amazing. And not to say they're perfect. I mean, he's done some damage when he first got here of course (laughs) you forgive them and you get over it and it's okay you don't send them back yeah they don't hold grudges yeah you know they're just they love you unconditional and so yeah i'm grateful that i have my grandpups like i said that i I yeah 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 that's great that's great (sighs) well this is this has been a blast maria so fun. We so much t- fun. We could have talked about so much more. I know we could have. Well, we will another time. Because, yeah. And also, it would be, have you ever done more than two two people at one per, or two people were right now? Have you ever done three? Um, I, th- no, I, I, 
I think it's only. It might get confusing. Yeah, I don't think I have. Now that I think about it, no, because it 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 would be it could be done with video, and then that way everybody could be looking at one another and then knowing when somebody's going to talk. But I think mm-hmm. a lot of stepping over toes would happen if you get more than one person in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, it's so much fun. I just love having you on my show. You guys, if you feel like seeing any of Patrick and I prior conversations, you can go check out Strong Body, Strong Soul on YouTube. Yeah. There are some videos where you can see Patrick in action. Yes. And um, sometimes, like Patrick's saying, you know, I don't script anything. But I do edit sometimes, especially when it goes out to YouTube, because I love music. Right. And I'll put music overlay, and I'll I'll cut some of the conversation out a little bit, only because YouTube videos especially, you know, an hour-long video is kind of hard to watch sometimes. Right. But, um, well, unless it's us, of course. But <laughs> <laughs> then it's easy. And then it's but like, yeah, I want more. Yeah. <laughs> But so much fun, so much fun. I really, um, you know, I want to encourage your listeners, too, if they want to join that Facebook group that we're in, yeah, the uh, podcast promotion community, because the dream is I am changing it. I'm making it different than other podcasting groups. I want creators, listeners, service providers. There are people in there that are making you know, jingles for podcasts or offering editing skills and cover art, stuff like that. Um, there are also people in there from a variety of businesses that want to be interviewed. Oh. So it's kind of a neat thing. I think on Facebook, you can kind of tell from people's posts, too, what kind of energy you're drawn to. Right. And um, you can make friends with people out there. You know, our, uh, one of our rules is no direct messages unless you get permission. Oh, okay. Because... I don't know about you, Patrick, but sometimes I get, you know, sales calls or, or people wanting a date. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's not why I'm out here. <laughs> so it's really fun to be on, on that Facebook page. And once um, this interview is out, I'll go ahead and put it in that group too. Yeah. And if anybody wants to, they can comment on it there. That would be kind of fun to see a little um, ripple effect yeah. uh, from people. Uh, so we'll see that could be an experiment too but thank you so much for having me on yeah, Patrick. i really appreciate it it was a blast and i appreciate your time that's what i tell my my listeners every time and i want to tell them right now thank you for giving us your time the most valuable gift that you could ever give is time because yeah. that's all we have on this planet and you never yeah. know so thank you for giving us your time thank you maria and um keep doing so keep doing great things i mean it keep spreading your voice keep sharing your message and uh and we're all connected everybody yeah we are yeah we are yeah and you're always we welcome back anytime Ah, uh, thank you patrick all right bye you guys right. bye everybody bye patrick bye maria <laughs>